The AI Gov Reimagined podcast is brought to you by Google Cloud in collaboration with GovExec Studio 2G. The government AI revolution is here, and Google Cloud has the fast, scalable, and easy-to-use AI offerings agencies need to innovate, improve decision-making, and use data to its fullest potential. Learn more about Google Cloud's AI offerings, including AI platform, video and image analysis, speech recognition, and multi-language processing at cloud.google.com. When the 2020 pandemic hit, government entities across the country sought to ensure all constituents could access the support they needed to weather the crisis. But not all constituents who needed support fell within the typical boundaries of existing programs. To extend benefits to a larger pool of constituents, some states stood up new programs to extend a lifeline to those who fell outside of typical benefits process. This was the case for the New York State Department of Labor, which launched an excluded workers program with the aim of bringing financial relief to thousands of workers across the state who lost income during the pandemic and did not qualify for government-issued COVID-19 benefits. In an amazing effort, the New York State Department of Labor set up new eligibility program in just 12 weeks and approved over $850 million in benefits for distribution in the first month. But new programs also mean new challenges, and the department needed to not just ensure that funds were being distributed, but that they were reaching the right people. How did they do it? That's what we'll be digging into on this episode of AI Gov Reimagined. I'm your host, James Hansen, Group Publisher for Federal and Technology Markets at GovExec, and today I'll be speaking with Denise Winkler, Strategic Business Executive for Global Public Sector at Google Cloud, and Taylor Sear, Managing Director of Public Sector and Higher Education at Quantify. Thank you both for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks for having us. Denise, what are some of the challenges associated with traditional benefits processing systems, and how can cloud-based AI systems solve these challenges? Great question. Traditional benefit programs require lots of paper. You always have an application. You always have lots of verification documents. And you also have not just fraud, but you also have errors as well. And traditional benefit programs, the individuals who review anomalies or transactions that are out of the norm that may look like an error or may look like fraud, those are often a very small group of highly skilled workers, but they're highly skilled in that benefit program. It's not like you can go to a university and hire someone who has a master's degree in unemployment benefits or who has a PhD in cash assistance or food assistance. These are highly skilled workers that have learned on the job. And so when you have something like COVID, which provides this massive spike in applications and transactions, that same number of transactions still have to be reviewed by these finite number of highly skilled humans. And so what AI is able to do and what we were able to in partnership, Quantify and Google were able to do for New York was to use a combination of rules and AI and ML to automatically identify those transactions that are out of the norm and prioritize them based on some scoring 
so that those finite number of individuals can focus more effectively on those transactions that have the highest likelihood of fraud. And then those transactions that look much more like errors can be diverted to caseworkers who can review and resolve those. And really at the end of the day, what AI and ML was able to do, not only for New York, but for public benefit programs really worldwide, was help them work through these massive backlogs because a human can only review so many transactions in a day. And so by applying automation to this massive volume, these agencies were able to get benefits out to people who were eligible much faster, who had gotten stuck in that same job jar, because typically most benefit agencies, all those transactions that are anomalies all go in this gigantic job jar. So a single mom with two kids ends up in the same queue as a bad actor who's creating thousands of fictitious accounts. And I think the biggest benefit is, yes, we were able to help them identify fraud, but more importantly, we were able to help them accelerate the delivery of benefits to individuals and families who are desperately in need of those benefits. So that's what I think and gave me a whole lot of pride and satisfaction in what we were able to deliver in partnership with partners like Quantify. Denise, give me some insight into the challenges many state benefits agencies have faced this last year as a result of the global pandemic when it comes to assessing, processing, and accurately distributing benefits. Great question, James. COVID-19 challenged our benefit delivery systems in ways we could have never imagined, <laughs> not in our entire lifetime. Literally overnight, benefit systems had to administer programs that never existed before. They were brand new programs. We had millions of citizens who were working from home, who were unemployed, who needed benefits, and they needed help immediately. The volume was absolutely unprecedented. And then you layered on top of that, many of the systems these agencies were working with were older legacy systems that were not flexible enough to make changes quickly. They were never designed to handle the kind of volume that we were facing. So portals and call centers crashed. And on top of that, you had workers, an entire workforce that typically never worked remotely. It was a face-to-face -face delivery system suddenly had to be remote and had to figure out how to engage with their constituents remotely and also to enable that workforce. And then layered on top of all of that were trillions and trillions of dollars in benefits, which drew bad actors. So it was essentially the perfect storm of conditions that made it very difficult for these agencies to get benefits to people. And so what happened in many cases were these very large backlogs and you had many agencies developing manual processes to try and deliver these benefits, which also contributed to the slow delivery, the higher rates of fraud, and frankly, the higher rates of error. 
Taylor, turning to you, can you tell us about the New York State Department of Labor's efforts to provide unemployment benefits to excluded workers? Yeah, absolutely. So to Denise's point that she was just mentioning there is you're faced with a lot of challenges in terms of managing and administering these benefits. So one of the good things about standing up an entirely new solution for this means that they weren't really hindered as much by some of those legacy applications like claims management, etc. And they were able to focus on using sophisticated AI tools on Google Cloud that allow you to process things with a higher degree of automation and to get these benefits out quicker. So obviously with that, there becomes a give and take as to the efficiency and the quickness with which you want to administer these benefits, but also the care that you need to take in making sure that people are not using this fraudulently. What were some of the issues that you guys face in terms of improper payments and fraud and protecting against that? We leveraged a lot of the AI tools on Google Cloud to build a machine learning based fraud detection system. So for instance, if people are trying to pull down templates of wage information from the internet, inconsistencies with the applications or similarities between multiple other applications, this was able to figure that out all on its own and help identify that and put it right in front of the people who needed to be adjudicating that fraud. Can you tell us about Quantify Solution and how it used AI to improve the benefit integrity for the department in this case? What were the outcomes? So with any sort of AI or machine learning project, really the key is having data that is known that can be inputted into the system to help the system learn. We were faced with a really unique challenge on this one because there wasn't any of that data. We were setting up an entirely new system. So we took what is called an unsupervised approach where it's gradually expounding upon its ability to understand these different types of fraud as well as to identify it more efficiently. Is the approach and or outcome any different in terms of standing up a new program to support those in need or a program that's already a legacy program, so to speak? The approach is somewhat different. A brand new program like Excluded Workers in New York, yes, it was challenging to build that program from start to finish in 12 weeks, but we were able to do that. When we were using our improper payments solution for an existing benefit program, what we were able to do is that became a module that was integrated with an existing system. So we were able, one, to implement it faster, but we would integrate it with their existing system. Also, with existing programs, to Taylor's point, there was a history that we could pull from. There were applications and verification documents and things that we could run through a model. So we could use both a combination of supervised and unsupervised learning. But the other difference is that when you have an existing benefit program, one of the things that AI and ML can do very effectively is look, it's something called clustering, where essentially what you would do is you would take transactions that had proved to be fraudulent and create almost a profile so that you can run existing transactions against that and identify similarities in those transactions. So it's kind of a clustering effect. Taylor, are you working on any similar projects now? 
And what advice would you share with an agency about getting started with AI? Absolutely. I mean, we're working with in the double digits of Department of Labor's, especially since the start of the pandemic, whether that's working with them around conversational AI solutions, which allow people to call in and file claims automatically, document AI, which expedites the process of getting the information digitized and processed appropriately. And then also to working just with the fraud side of things. So all that kind of culminates into a really cool project when we do them all for a customer like New York Department of Labor. It's very easy to see that and think that implementing all of these new state-of-the-art AI tools is something that you can only do if you're really completely revamping and overhauling your existing system. And what I would encourage customers to think about a little, again, I believe towards Denise, what Denise was saying before, the beauty of Google Cloud and a lot of these tools is that it integrates directly with your legacy systems and whatever it is that you are having a specific issue with, whether that's heavy call volumes and the inability to staff that, specifically if they have varying volumes during seasonality, things like that, we can come in and we can, for instance, implement that conversational AI tool, integrate it with your existing contact center. I mean, it's a lot less work than I think people tend to think it is. Finally, Denise, how can agencies continue to tap AI to solve similar challenges? That's a great question, James. I think that agencies can utilize AI in many ways, actually. And it's different today than it was when we first started talking about AI really in the mainstream about a decade ago. A decade ago, you had to have your data all together. You had to have a bevy of data scientists. It took a very long time to set up, for example, a virtual agent that might be able to answer 10 or 12 questions. Fast forward to today, and AI today is so much more, it's so much more user-friendly, and it can be implemented in days and weeks, not months and years. You don't need a bevy of data scientists anymore. The models can learn the more you use them. And Google has technology like AutoML that makes it much easier and faster and much more effective. And it can be used in multiple ways. In benefit systems, we have always thought that it was driven by human touch, and it still is. I would never suggest we take the human out of benefit systems and benefit delivery systems. But what AI can do, especially in the benefits delivery realm, is automate those high volume, low touch activities so that the human resources that agencies have can be focused where you need that human touch. And so some of the things that AI and ML can do is certainly virtual agents, as Taylor said, putting a virtual agent on a call center or portal. We've been able to do that so successfully. And then you provide service to your clients 24-7, not just when your call center is open, but when they need the service. You can also do that in multiple languages. Google can support 120 plus languages. So being able to improve access to the whole realm of stakeholders is critically important. Using AI to process all that paper, benefit systems start, run, and end with some form of documents. 
So being able to use AI and ML to automate that. And then also to think about using AI and ML in ways like translation. Benefit systems have to engage with constituents across multiple languages. Some states have 18 threshold languages. If you think globally, you have hundreds of languages. So being able to automate the translation of documents and the translation of activities is critically important for not only improving access, but also equity. So it has a tremendous impact, not just in helping identify errors and fraud, which is very important, and we were able to do that in New York, but it truly can revolutionize how benefit systems engage with their whole set of constituents, not just clients, but their providers, even their staff. So AI is a very powerful, very accessible tool today. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Taylor and Denise, it was great chatting with you. Thanks again for joining me. And thank you to our listeners of AI Gov Reimagine podcast. Be sure to check out our other episodes for more insight into how artificial intelligence can solve today's challenges and set government up for tomorrow. The AI Gov Reimagine podcast is brought to you by Google Cloud in collaboration with GovExec Studio 2G. Learn more about how Google Cloud can help your agency reimagine AI to achieve the mission at cloud.google.com.